Hello, everyone. This is Chaplain Tricia, and I'm glad to be bringing you the worship service for this fifth Sunday after Pentecost in our church year. And today our focus is going to be um, how it is we can can be a blessing to others. Um, and we will hear again the story of the Good Samaritan. But first, we begin our worship by just praising and um, adoring our God with the hymn, Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee. It is on page two, if you have a worship bulletin with you. Joyful, joyful, we adore thee, God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before thee, praising thee, their sun above. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness, drive the gloom of doubt away. Giver of immortal gladness, fill us with the light of day. All thy works with joy surround thee, earth and heaven reflect thy rays. Stars and angels sing around thee, center of unbroken praise. Field and forest, vale and mountain, flowery meadow, flashing sea, chanting bird and flowing fountain, call us to rejoice in thee. Thou art giving and forgiving, ever blessing, ever blessed, wellspring of the joy of living, ocean depth of happy rest. Thou our Father, Christ our brother, all who live in love are thine. Teach us how to love each other, lift us to the joy divine. We continue with the greeting on page three. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all, and also with you. You are the treasured people of the Lord, a people holy to the Lord. Keep the words of the Lord in your heart. Teach them to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are away when you lie down and when you rise. One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. The Lord be with you and also with you. We pray together. O oh Lord God, your mercy delights us and the world longs for your loving care. Hear the cries of everyone in need and turn our hearts to love our neighbors with the love of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. 
Our reading today comes from the book of Deuteronomy. The Lord your God will make you abundantly prosperous in all your undertakings, in the fruit of your body, in the fruit of your livestock, and in the fruit of your soil. For the Lord will again take delight in prospering you, just as he delighted in prospering your ancestors, when you obey the Lord your God by observing his commandments and decrees that are written in this book of the law, because you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Surely this commandment that I am commanding you today is not too hard for you, nor is it too far away. It is not in heaven that you should say, Who will go up to heaven for us and get it for us so that we may hear it and observe it? Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, Who will cross to the other side of the sea for us and get it for us so that we may hear it and observe it? No, the word is very near to you. It is in your mouth and in your heart for you to observe. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we prepare to hear our gospel, I invite you to join in singing the first verse of I Love to Tell the Story, which is on page five. I love to tell the story of unseen things above. Of Jesus and his glory, of Jesus and his love. I love to tell the story because I know it's true. It satisfies my longings as nothing else would do. I love to tell the story, twill be my theme and glory, to tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Just then, a lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, what is written in the law? What do you read there? The lawyer answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, you have given the right answer. Do this and you will live. But wanting to justify himself, he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of robbers who stripped him, beat him and went away leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a priest was going down that road. 
And when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place where he saw the man who had been robbed, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, while traveling, came near him. And when he saw him, he was moved with pity. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, having poured oil and wine on them. Then he put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him, and when I come back, I will repay you whatever more you spend. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? Jesus asked the lawyer. He said, the one who showed him mercy. Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Okay, here it is again. We've probably heard the Good Samaritan tale more times than we can count probably starting with first or second grade Sunday school and continuing on. And we have probably lived our lives trying to be neighborly and hopefully we have made our first grade Sunday school teachers proud. But there's another level to this story we need to take a look at this morning. And a question we need to ask ourselves, would we be willing to help someone we didn't know who might be from a different culture, whose skin might be a different color, whose language might be something other than English? That is why Jesus told this story the way he did. He could have just said there was a guy walking along the road and he got robbed and beat up. One guy came along and didn't help. Then another guy came along and didn't help. Finally, a third guy stopped and helped. But Jesus was very deliberate about the identities of the people in the story. The victim of the robbery was from Jerusalem. He was Jewish. Someone those listening to the story could identify with and sympathize with. Jesus had the priest and Levite holy men of the day, walk by. Now, the crowd could have excused them because to touch someone wounded could have defiled the holy men from their duties. And then Jesus had a Samaritan stop and help. To us, it may not mean much, but to those who were there with Jesus, it meant plenty. You see, the Jews and the Samaritans had a deep-rooted dislike for each other that was hundreds of years old. The Jews would not acknowledge the Samaritans as being descendants of Hebrew origin and full-fledged members of the House of Israel. To the Jews, the Samaritans were heathens. The Samaritans' bone to pick with the Jews came from an argument centuries before. The priest Eli built an altar to God at Shiloh. The Samaritans believed it should have been 
been built at Mount Gerizim as Moses had prescribed in the law as the nation of Israel was forming. The mistrust began and continued into Jesus' day. So the crowd listening to Jesus that day must have gasped when it was a Samaritan who stopped to aid the injured Jewish man. And the Samaritan didn't just help the man get back on his feet. He bandaged his wounds, took him to a place to stay for the night, and even paid for the cost of food and lodging. Why in the world would Jesus have people who disliked and distrusted each other help each other? It was to make a point. To those listening that day and to us who are listening this day, We are all neighbors. In Hebrew and Greek, the word neighbor means the one next to. In this parable, Jesus wanted the lawyer and those listening and us to change our attitude about how we view people. It's easy to help the people who are right next to us. People we live with and eat with and exercise with and worship with. But we are part of a bigger picture. All of those who are next to each other on this planet are neighbors. There are no restrictions on who qualifies to be our neighbor other than the one who needs our help. They don't have to live in the next room or apartment or cottage. They don't have to look like us or believe the same things we do. Neighbors are people in need, anyone, anywhere. A Sunday school teacher told the story of the Good Samaritan to her first grade class. She vividly described how the poor man was beaten by those robbed and left by the side of the road with blood on his hands, arms, and face. She asked her class, What would you do if you saw this poor man lying on the side of the road? One little girl raised her hand and said, I think I'd throw up. It could be a bit overwhelming when we consider that all the world is our neighbor. So many needs. Some seem way beyond our means to help. Some seem so awful we want to look away. Some seem hopeless. How do we do this neighboring thing Jesus is asking us to do? One writer has said that to neighbor is to pray for the other's salvation, do good to them, and desire their well-being. Praying is the most wondrously powerful act we can do for our neighbor. It doesn't cost anything. It doesn't require special training. All it takes is time. Time spent in conversation with God, asking on behalf of others for God's care, God's presence, God's spirit to be in their lives. To pray for God's salvation, God's saving love and grace to come into the lives of those who do not yet know him, is help we can offer to a neighbor sitting right next to us or living in the next county or continent.
doing good to our neighbor is about doing mercy. One thinker has described it as this. Mercy is the attitude that God requires of us, an attitude of compassion, acting out of our hearts toward one another. We can show mercy each time we meet someone and see how it is we can build them up or comfort them to treat them with care and love. Finally, doing neighboring is to work for the well-being of our neighbor. We are asked to meet all of our neighbors with justice, accepting them regardless of differences in their color, culture, or lifestyle. We may not always understand those differences. We may not always agree with different viewpoints and opinions, but we are called to meet our neighbor with love, the love God first loves us with. There are countless ways we can all be good Samaritans, from hands-on helping of the person who literally lives next door to a prayer said for one who lives miles away in a place and situation unknown to us, but connected to us because we are all neighbors. May God give us the courage and compassion to act as Samaritans with an abundance of mercy and an extravagance of love. Amen. Our hymn of the day today is indeed asking our Lord to help us to be committed um, to being neighbors, um, to loving each other. Our hymn is on page eight. Come all Christians, be committed to the service of the Lord. Make your lives for him more fitted. Tune your hearts with one accord. Come into his course with gladness. Each his sacred vows renew. Turn away from sin and sadness. Be transformed with life anew. Of your time and talents give him. They are gifts from God above. To be used by Christians freely to proclaim his wondrous love. Come again to serve the Savior, tithes and offerings with you bring. In your work with him find favor and with joy his praises sing. God's command to love each other is required of everyone. Showing mercy to each other mirrors his redeeming son. In compassion he has given 
of his love that is divine. On the cross the sins, sins were forgiven. Joy and peace are holy thine. Come in praise and adoration, all who on Christ's name believe. Worship him with consecration, grace and love will you receive. For his grace give him the glory, for the Spirit and the word and repeat the gospel story till the world his name has heard we continue with the response to the word on page nine in christ you have heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation. We believe in him and are marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born in the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Build yourselves up on your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Look forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. Behold, everything has become new. God has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Therefore, let us be reconciled to God and to one another. Gracious God, have mercy on us. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown, things done and left undone. Uphold us by your spirit so that we may live and serve you in newness of life to the honor and glory of your holy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you. Forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Sisters and brothers, rejoice, mend your ways, encourage one another, agree with one another, live in peace. The peace of the Lord be with you always. 
and also with you. We join together now in the prayers of the people on page 11. United in Christ and guided by the Spirit, we pray for the church, the creation, and all in need. Fill your church with compassion that we bear the fruit of your healing mercy to a broken world. God of grace, hear our prayer. You created the earth and with seeds and sprouting up to new life. We pray for the flourishing of fruit trees and orchards, vines and bushes. God of grace, hear our prayer. Show us your ways and teach us your paths of justice and love. Raise up community and national leaders to challenge and dismantle profiling and discrimination. God of grace, hear our prayer. Come near to all in need. Orchestrate kindness in the face of cruelty. Hope where there is despair. Love in the face of neglect. Comfort where there is death. And healing in illness. God of grace, hear our prayer. We give thanks for the saints who revealed your love and mercy to this life. Inspired by their witness, strengthen us to live in hope. God of grace, hear our prayer. God of every time and place, in Jesus' name and filled with your Holy Spirit, we entrust these spoken prayers and those in our hearts into your holy keeping. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The God of peace, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless you, comfort you, and show you the path of life this day and always. Amen. And indeed, we pray that, that God could use us to be a blessing every day to those around us. Everyone, indeed, called our neighbor. Our last hymn today is called Make Me a Blessing, and I am going to use the help of a um, another singer to help me with this because I'm not real familiar with this hymn, so we will take a little help with this. Many are weary and sad Carry the sunshine where darkness is rife 
making the sorrowing glad. Make me a blessing, make me a blessing out of my life. May Jesus shine, make me a blessing, O Savior, I pray, make me a blessing to someone today. Tell the sweet story of Christ and his love, tell of his power to will trust him if only you prove true every moment you live make me a blessing make me a blessing out of my life may Jesus shine make me a blessing Oh, Savior, I pray, make me a blessing to someone today. Give as t'was given to you in your need, love as the Master loved you. Be to the helpless a helper indeed, unto your mission be true. Jesus shine, make me a blessing, O Savior, I pray, make me a blessing to someone today. Go in peace, Christ is sending you. Thanks be to God. And thank you for joining me for this time of worship. May you have a good rest of this day and a blessed week ahead.